This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. The final score here in Game 2 of this three-game series between the Cincinnati Reds and the San Diego Padres. Cincinnati 2 and San Diego 1. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. The final in 10 innings as the Reds win it 2-1. to one. Padres had a one nothing lead heading into the 8th inning, but the Reds score 1 in the 8th inning and 1 in the 10th inning. Padres couldn't take advantage of a major scoring opportunity with the big guys up in the bottom bottom half of the 10th inning and the Reds even up this three game series at a game apiece setting up a rubber game of this three game set tomorrow here at Petco Park with the defeat the Padres dropped to 16 and 15 three-game win streak has been snapped for the Padres a season-high four-game win streak it would have been if the Padres would have won this game but uh, that'll have to come another day for the Reds they snap a mini two-game skid they improve to 13 and 7 the final totals in 10 innings here tonight for the Reds two runs six hits one error and fourth uh, San Diego one run six hits and one error. A really well-pitched game here today. Michael Waka was terrific. Six scoreless innings, two hits, two walks, three strikeouts. Waka was just outstanding in total command of this game, and when he got in trouble, found ways to work out of it. He was in line for the win for much of this game. Graham Ashcraft on the other side for the Reds, also very good. Six innings, one run given up, and the Padres looked maybe on their way to a one win, but then it was Jake Fraley, an RBI single, to tie the game in the eighth inning. And then Jonathan India in the top half of the tenth inning, a go-ahead RBI single. 
as the Reds took a 2-1 to lead. In the bottom half of the 10th inning, Padres had a golden opportunity. The automatic runner, Brett Sullivan, on second base, Trent Grisham walked, and then it was Tatis Machado and Soto against Reds closer Alexis Diaz, but Diaz got those three batters, 1-2-3, and a disappointing night for the Padres and their offense. A lot of focus on the offense, what they did during this three-game win streak, but just one run on six hits here today. The only run came on Juan Soto's RBI double all the way back in the third inning. A lot to break down from this game. We'll have the highlights for you, recap it when we come back. Also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much, much more to come. Again, the final score in 10, the Reds 2 and the Padres 1. We get things rolling on our post-game show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here at Petco Park tonight, the Cincinnati Reds 2 and the San Diego Padres 1 in 10 innings. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Reds take game two of this three-game series, setting up a rubber game tomorrow in this three-game set. First pitch at 110. Plenty to come on that game a little bit later in our show. We'll go to the Padres clubhouse here from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that. We'll also recap this one, play you back some of the highlights. A disappointing night for the Padres offense. Just one run on six hits. Cincinnati got just two runs on six hits. Like we said, the Padres led the majority of this game, but the Reds getting a couple of really key hits in this game late and they win it two to one again the reds improve to 13 and 17 padres have a three-game win streak snapped and they drop to 16 and 15 let's recap this one play back some of the highlights find out how it all went down here at petco park let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new el cajon ford commercial service center servicing all fords up to f750s and motorhomes Padres starting pitcher Michael Waka dealt with trouble in the first two innings. The Reds had runners on second and third. Nobody out in the top of the first, but Waka got out of it. They had two on and two out in the second, but Waka, again, got out of the inning scoreless. We were still scoreless heading to the bottom half of the third. To that point, Graham Ashcraft had put together two scoreless innings. Manny Machado hit a two-out single. Juan Soto was next. And the right-hander from Alabama delivers. Soto swings, hits a ground ball fair over the bag down the right field line. Manny's on his way to third. Fairchild just getting to it. He's being waved by Mike Schilt. India's relay to the plate, not in time. On his way to third, Soto, and he is safe. Somehow avoided the tag of Senzel. An RBI double for Soto and aggressively takes an extra 90 feet on the back end. Padres lead it one to nothing. Michael Waka would settle in from the final out of the second until there were two away in the sixth inning. Waka retired 12 in a row. He issued a two-out walk in the sixth and then a base hit. Runners were on second and third with two outs, but Waka induced a fly out from Nick Senzel to end the inning. A brilliant performance from Michael Waka in this game. He went six innings, no runs allowed, two hits, two walks, struck out three on 100 pitches even. Graham Ashcraft was nearly as good for the Reds. He dealt with the runner in scoring position in the fourth inning, a leadoff double from Juan Soto in the sixth inning, but the Padres 
did not score. Ashcraft worked into the seventh inning. Hassan Kim led off with a single. Lucas Sims entered from the Reds' bullpen, and after a sack bunt got Kim into scoring position, Sims struck out both pinch hitter Trent Grisham and Fernando Tatis Jr. to end the inning. Padres still led 1-0, heading to the eighth. Nick Martinez stayed on for his second inning of work after throwing a scoreless seventh inning. T.J. Friedel led off with a single. He would steal second base. The Reds got another on via a walk with two men away. So, runners on first and second, two outs. The Padres leading 1-0. Jake Fraley dug in. Ahead of the count, 1-0. Martinez set, kicks, and deals. And this pitch is served through the right side and a base hit. Fernando gets to it quickly. Friedel rounding third. Here's the throw to the plate, and it is not in time. A great throw, but with two outs, Friedel was going on contact. He scores ahead of the tag, and this game is tied 1-1 in the eighth. A great throw from Fernando Tatis Jr. in right field, but could not get the runner in time, and we were tied at one, heading to the bottom half of the eighth inning. Ian Jabot threw a scoreless bottom half of the eighth inning. Josh Hader threw a scoreless top half of the ninth inning, one, two, three. Bottom half of the ninth inning, Derek Law came on out of the Reds' bullpen, and he worked around a two-out walk. So he went to extra innings, still tied at one. Luis Garcia came on for the Padres out of their bullpen. The automatic runner was Matt Reynolds for the Reds at second base. Leading off the tenth inning for Cincinnati, Jonathan India. Here's a ground ball left side through and into left center for a base hit. Rounding third, Reynolds, he'll score without a play. The throw goes into second base, and the Reds waste no time. One pitch into the 10th inning. They take their first lead of the night, 2-1. to one. Garcia would avoid any more runs given up in the top half of the 10th inning. T.J. Friedel hit a single, but then a big double play ball off the bat of Spencer Steer. Garcia got one more out, and that was the 10th inning. So the Padres had a great chance to tie it or win it in the bottom half of the 10th inning. That's when right-hander Alexis Diaz came on out of the Reds' bullpen. Brett Sullivan pinch ran for Austin Nola. He was the automatic runner at second base. Trent Grisham, who had pinch hit earlier in the game, walked. So the Padres had runners on first and second, bottom half of the 10th inning. Nobody out, down 2-1. to one. But then Diaz struck out Fernando Tatis Jr., got a hard line out to left field off the bat of Manny Machado. The game was left up to Juan Soto. Two on and two out. Two and two to number 22, and the pitch is on the outside corner. Strike three called. Soto punches out to end the game, and Alexis Diaz works through the teeth of the Padre lineup to close this thing out and even the series at a game apiece. That was the final score. Cincinnati 2, San Diego 1 in 10 innings. Padres had a great scoring chance in that bottom half of the 10th inning. Could not come through. Padres went 0 for 12 with runners in scoring position in this game. They left 9 on base. Again, the final totals here tonight for Cincinnati. Two runs, six hits, one error. And for San Diego, one run, six hits, and one error. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and get some post-game reaction from Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. You know, we'll walk to Stevenson and then, you know, just a ball pulled down the line. I gave up a hit. So he doesn't, you know, you come in, you have to pitch multiple innings all the time. You're not going to be perfect. I thought, I thought he threw the ball really well. Is that about how you expected kind of tonight to go, that 
because that's a really good starter that was out there. He's really good. So you try to make him work. You try to get good pitching and good defense behind him. Get him out of the game. We got him out of the game with the lead, and you know we felt good about winning the game. You know, even though we had only scored one run at the time, it's tough to to win sometimes only scoring a run. Good start from Michael Walker. Fantastic start. I mean, it, similar to what we saw the first couple times, and he had a tough one. And you know, you get take six innings like that, and you only give up two hits. You're, you're doing something right. Mixes pitches really well. Cutter, changeup, fastball. He was good. Guy like that who's a veteran like him, are you more confident there leaving him out there in the sixth inning when he's given up a couple of base runners in that? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, in my opinion, he deserved a chance right there. So, and he came through for us again. You know, with some of the bullpen stuff going on, and you know, one more game to go. You know, I, I felt like, look, that at that point in time, he was going to give us six innings. Now, if he walks the guy, and now the bases are loaded, maybe. But I, I felt like he deserved it. When Ashcraft is as good as he is. You guys have gone over with runners in scoring position a lot, but do you look at a game like tonight and go, "Well, that that's going to happen sometimes"? Cause... Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I, I don't care who the pitcher is. I think we feel like we have the ability to score more than one run. And again, you know, we had Grish gets a good at bat in the, you know, in the bottom half, and we felt like with those guys coming up, we got a really good chance to win that game. Manny hits the ball really hard right at the left fielder. A little unlucky there, but um, they pitched well tonight, and we were. You know, just not not good enough offensively tonight. Xander should be. Is he feeling better? Yeah, well, he's sick, and he's got you know he's a little run down too. You know, today it was going to be a full off day for him regardless. Um, but I expect him to be able to play tomorrow. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse here at Petco Park. Again, the final score, Cincinnati 2, San Diego 1 in 10 innings here tonight in San Diego. And Bob Melvin summed it up. Uh, pretty nicely there he said not good offensively and the Padres were very quiet offensively aside from the RBI double by Juan Soto in the third inning only run the Padres scored in this game they did have some major opportunities in this game 0 for 12 with runners in scoring position of course uh, like uh, Bob Melvin alluded to Graham Ashcraft was very good in this game he's off to a great start this season six innings one run given up gets a no decision here tonight he lowered his ERA to two in six starts to begin the year so he did a great job but the Padres had really good chances in this game and uh, maybe none better than what they had in the 10th inning with runners on first and second, a spot where a base hit could win it, an extra base hit could win the game, scored two runs, and Tatis Machado Soto went down one, two, three. Those are the kinds of spots where uh, you hope in the future the Padres can cash in with the very top of the lineup up in those big situations. Much more to do on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final Cincinnati 2, San Diego 1. We'll give out our nightly awards. We'll also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. We'll take your phone calls as well, 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. The number to call if you want to get involved on social media. You can do that as well. Tweet at me at 973thefansd or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. You can also hit me up on Instagram, Sammy Lev there as well. The TikTokers out there, Sammy Levitt. If you shoot me a message, send me a tweet, might just read it on the air. Let's uh, hear your reaction to tonight's loss at Petco Park for the Friars. We'll step aside, come back with much more. Reds 2, Padres 1, the final in 10 on the Padres Radio Network. Josie's on a vacation far away. 
Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here at Petco Park in 10 innings. The Reds 2 and the Padres 1. Padres had a 1-0 lead from the 3rd all the way until the 8th inning here tonight. That's when the Reds tied it on an RBI base hit for Jake Fraley. Reds scored in the top of the 10th inning. RBI hit by Jonathan India. RBI single scoring the automatic runner. And that was that. Bottom line in this game, Reds scored their automatic run, or I should say automatic runner in the 10th inning. Padres did not, although the Padres had golden opportunity in the bottom half of the 10th inning with runners on first and second. Tatis Machado and Soto do up, but Alexis Diaz got all three and shut the door, picked up the save, his fifth of the season for the Cincinnati Reds here tonight. Sets up a rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow, 1.10 p.m. first pitch. Our pregame show begins at 12.10 tomorrow. More on that matchup in the final game of this three-game set coming up a bit later in our postgame show. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Everybody has gone home. Uh, well, we have a few people still uh, still here inside the loft uh, finishing up their beers, playing a game of pool, but uh, pretty soon here everybody uh, will have exited the building. It was a tremendous crowd here tonight on a chilly night in May against the Cincinnati Reds, 43,127, already the 10th sellout of the season, but did not have a whole lot to cheer about on the offensive side of things here tonight, and that's really where the story begins in this game. The pitching side of things for the Padres was really good. Michael Waka was terrific in this game. Six scoreless innings, second time uh, he's done that this season with six scoreless innings. He was in command. Uh, really from uh, the first inning on. I mean, the first inning got off to a, a rough start. Runners on second and third, nobody out, but got out of it, dealt with more base runners, two on, two out in the second inning, worked his way through it. More on Michael Walker's outing coming up here in just a bit. But you look at what the bullpen did. Martinez, a scoreless seventh inning, gives up the run in the eighth inning on a two-out RBI single to Jake Fraley, a ball that got through the right side. Fernando Tatis Jr. actually made a great throw to home plate, just could not get him uh, at home plate, the runner in T.J. Friedel. And, and other than that, it was for a scoreless ninth inning, one, two, three, and Garcia, you know, it's tough in these extra innings with the automatic runner to put a ton of blame on the reliever, especially when they just give up uh, one run. Um, look, you you don't want to give up the automatic run. You want to have a scoreless inning. But if you can get out of the extra inning with one run given up, I think it's sort of a mini win because you know you're going to have a chance to tie it at the very least in the bottom half of the inning. Padres couldn't do that. But to Luis Garcia's credit, gives up a couple of base hits, and it looks like it may be a really big inning, but then gets a double play ball and a ground out to end the inning. Bottom line is this. We can talk about the pitching all day. This was reminiscent of the games that we've seen from the Padres where we've said this in the post game: When the Padres don't score, when they don't hit high. Thanks so much uh, for stopping by. Had some uh, fans stopping by here. Anyway, when the uh, Padres don't hit and they don't score runs, it leaves this team very little margin for error. And that's the bottom line. Um, and tonight was a good example of that. Waka's great. 
Martinez, a scoreless seventh inning. Martinez gives up a two-out RBI single. I mean, that's not the end of the world. He's going to give up some runs. It ended a 14-inning scoreless streak for Martinez, who had been excellent out of the bullpen so far after a start where he went seven scoreless innings. I just can't look at the bullpen tonight and, you know, point a lot of blame on them. You know, Padres need to find ways to score, and again, they had opportunities 0 for 12 with runners in scoring position. Big chance in that 10th inning. Tatis Machado Soto couldn't get the run in from second base uh, to tie the game at minimum. Uh, Big scoring chance in the 7th inning. Uh, Kim was on second base with one out, but Grisham and Tatis struck out. Remember, Juan Soto had a leadoff double in the sixth inning. Padres couldn't get him in. So, again, they had opportunities to tack on and then tie or win the game later and uh, could not come through in those scoring opportunities. And that is really the main story of this ball game here tonight. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's. Ace Pitcher of the Game, brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg, all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our Ace Pitcher of the Game, we will go with Michael Waka. He was great in this ball game and worked his way out of trouble. Like we said earlier, six scoreless innings, just two hits allowed, walked two, struck out three on 100 pitches and you look at the innings he got in trouble runners on second and third nobody out in the first inning got out of it two on two out in the second inning got out of it then after he gets out of that jam he retires 12 in a row through uh through there being two outs in the sixth inning walks a batter gives up a base hit but then gets a fly out from Senzel uh, with runners on second and third and two outs. So Michael Waka was great in this ball game here tonight and uh, lowered his ERA to 5-4-6. Again, he had some rough outings in there, so it's going to take a while to get that ERA down. But uh, take your pick for which outing he was better in, the one on April 8th at Atlanta when he went six scoreless innings, struck out 10. Only allowed two hits. Only allowed two hits here tonight. The strikeout's not nearly as high, but really equally as good for Michael Waka. So Waka, our ace pitcher of the game. Tonight also the 22nd start of Waka's career with six or more innings pitched and zero runs allowed. Like we said, his second start that he's done that as a Padre. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network, give out some more of our nightly awards. If you want to call us, you can, 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. The number to call, also taking your tweets and your Instagram messages. Tweet at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V, or at 97.3 The Fan SD. Also find me on uh, Instagram, Sammy Lev there. And uh, shoot me a message if you have a thought about this game. Might just read it on the air we'll come back with much more again the final cincinnati two san diego one in ten here on the padres radio network our post-game show here on the padres radio network continues as we get ready for we're not getting ready for anything. Soon we'll be getting ready for the Padres and the Reds. 1.10 p.m. tomorrow, rubber game of this three-game series. Our pregame show will begin at 12.10. Seth Lugo on the mound 
uh, for the Padres tomorrow. Right-hander Luis Sessa on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds. So uh, we'll get ready for that one early tomorrow afternoon. But we are still wrapping up this one here at Petco Park tonight as the Reds win it 2-1 to one in 10 innings. Uh, the Padres had a one nothing lead before the Reds scored one on an RBI single from Jake Fraley, two-out RBI single in the eighth inning to tie it, took a lead on Jonathan India's RBI single in the tenth inning. That was it. That's how the Reds won it. Padres got an RBI double in the third from Juan Soto. That would be the only run they scored in this game. A great start for Graham Ashcraft, young right-hander who he really uh, told you a lot about during the pregame show. Jesse and Tony, I'm sure, spoke uh, a lot about it as well, how good he's been. Six innings, one earned run given up, and then a credit to the Reds' bullpen, Luke. Lucas Sims, Ian Jabot, Derek Law, Alexis Diaz combining for four scoreless and hitless innings out of the pen, and they had to deal with trouble as well. Uh, Certainly in the seventh inning, Sims had a runner on second base with one out, and uh, Grisham to Tease up, struck out both, and then in the tenth inning, uh, runners on first and second with nobody out to Tease Machado Soto go down. Uh, with Alexis Diaz on the mound. In case you missed uh, Bob Melvin's post-game press conference earlier, let's play you uh, a few clips from that. Here was Bob Melvin talking about Michael Waka's start as Waka went six scoreless innings earlier tonight. Fantastic start. Similar to what we saw the first couple times, and he had a tough one, and you know you get take six innings like that, and you only give up two hits, you're, you're doing something right. Mixes pitches really well, cutter, change up, fastball. He was good. And here was Bob Melvin talking about the offense here tonight. I don't care who the pitcher is. I think we feel like we have the ability to score more than one run. And again, you know, we had Grish gets a good at bat in the you know in the bottom half, and we felt like with those guys coming up, we got a really good chance to win that game. Manny hits the ball really hard right at the left fielder. A little unlucky there, but um, they pitched well tonight, and we were you know just not not good enough offensively tonight. And finally, here was Bob Melvin speaking about the work of Nick Martinez. You know, walk to Stevenson, and then, you know, just a ball pulled down the line. I gave up a hit. So he doesn't, you know, you come in, you have to pitch ball innings all the time. You're not going to be perfect. I thought I thought he threw the ball really well. Again, that was Bob Melvin earlier tonight on our postgame show. If you want to hear that full postgame press conference, you can do that by downloading my Inside San Diego Baseball podcast. If you have not downloaded it yet, I highly encourage you to do it. You can find it on the Odyssey app or Spotify or Apple podcasts uh, google podcasts stitcher you name it anywhere where you find your podcasts uh, uh, you're able to uh, find uh, the uh, inside san diego uh, baseball podcast and um, you can download it and uh, we uh, we have everything up there we have uh, a lot of my pregame segments bob melvin's pregame uh, press conference we have uh, postgame highlights we have the full postgame shows on demand so if you ever miss anything really Padres baseball that we do here on the radio whether it's Jesse Agler's calls whether it's Bob Melvin's postgame press conferences pregame media availability one-on-one interviews full postgame shows highlights you name it it's uh, typically on there again inside San Diego baseball is the name of the podcast you can find it at 97.3 the fan sd.com available wherever you listen to your podcasts as we continue on our post-game show cincinnati 2 san diego won the final in 10 sam levitt with you here at petco park let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game 
which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut. It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. Uh, this is tough because, you know, certainly you could give it to Josh Hader for the ninth inning, but I'm, uh, I, I got to give it to Alexis Diaz for the Reds out of their bullpen. I have to because you look at what, what he did in the bottom half of the tenth inning. Reds are leading 2-1, to one, and Diaz had to face Tatis, Machado, and Soto, with runners on first and second, the tying run on second base, the winning run on first base, and retired all three. Got strikeouts of Fernando and Juan Soto. Manny hit the ball hard, but right at the left fielder. Nothing you can do about that. But it's got to be Alexis Diaz, the relief pitcher of the game here tonight. I mean, that's a, a huge spot in the 10th inning, and uh, he found his way out of it in a one-run game in extras. So Alexis Diaz will be our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. One of those nights where uh, the performance by the opposing team, not named the Padres, was uh, uh, that exceptional where uh, had to go uh, with Alexis Diaz for relief pitcher of the game. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Time to tell you about our player of the game here tonight. This is a pretty tough one. Um, because nobody had a crazy statistical night. It's hard to give it to a guy in the Padres' offense because they scored just one run. The problems with runners in scoring position. You know, Soto had the RBI double, had a double later in the game, but he did strike out in that big spot in the 10th inning. It's just hard to to give it to a Padre hitter tonight. Yeah, I'm looking at T.J. Friedel here. Hit three hits, you know, had a... Big single, stolen base, scored the run in the eighth inning. He also played that ball nicely off the bat of Machado in the tenth inning. But India had the go-ahead hit. You know what? I'm going to give it to TJ Friedel of the Reds here tonight. One of those games, low scoring. you got to really get down to it and look at some of the details. And Friedel had three hits, including a single to begin the rally in the eighth inning, stole a base, came around to score, Played the ball nicely in left field off the bat of Machado in the 10th inning. We're going to go with T.J. Friedel, our player of the game here tonight on the Padres Radio Network. And one of those games where it, in some cases, is hard to give out our nightly awards when you're looking at some of them because uh, there were just uh, a few little moments in this game that made a, a very, very big difference. All right, phone number to call if you want to get involved, 833-288-0973. We'll step aside, come back with a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, get you ready for tomorrow, and wrap things up here from Petco Park. The final in 10 innings here tonight, the Reds 2 and the Padres 1. Coming back after this on the Padres Radio Network.
Back here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final score in 10 innings, the Cincinnati Reds 2 and the San Diego Padres 1. Padres dropped to 16-15 and 15 with the defeat. Reds improved to 13-17. and 17. Padres were looking to win it and win a fourth straight game here tonight for the first time this season, but that did not happen, so a four-game win streak will have to come another time. A couple of other notes uh, from this game. Padres had won 13 of 14 games against the Reds since the start of 2021, so now it's 13 of 15 since the start of 2021. And even uh, more interesting, the Reds coming into tonight had lost nine consecutive games at Petco Park going back to April of 2019. So this was the first win for the Cincinnati Reds here in San Diego for uh, the first time in in a few years since 2019, early in the season. They had lost nine consecutive games at Petco Park. So uh, the Reds finally getting in the W column against the Padres here in San Diego. Again, phone number to call if you want to squeeze a a phone call in, 833-288-0973, the phone number. I do have some tweets here that I want to get to before uh, we wrap things up. Uh, here tonight had uh, had a uh, Padre uh, uh, on Twitter um, saying Sam got nothing to say, just disappointed with our one two three not clutching up. Maybe move Banny, uh, Manny back to five spot. Uh, quick shout out to AJ, Lorena, Kyle, Dina, and Frank from Ralph's. Love you, Sammy. All right, um, <laughs> with the shout out. So thank you for the uh, love you at the end. Um, a couple of things. Number one, Manny's not going back to the five spot. And look, I think it's fair tonight to be disappointed at the very top of the lineup. Now, out of the top three guys, Tatis had a tough night, snapped a nine-game hit streak, struck out a couple of times, a couple of times in big spots. So not a great night for Fernando. Manny had a base hit, scored a run in the third. Um, but again, you know, uh, could not come through, although he hit the ball hard in the 10th inning in that big spot. For Soto, you know, he had a couple of doubles tonight, RBI double in the third, leadoff double in the sixth inning. Padres couldn't get him in uh, with, uh, and then he was on third base with uh, with two outs, couldn't get him in. So, you know, Juan was productive, had a couple of extra base hits, but, you know, uh, obviously then struck out looking to end the game. So, look, from a from a clutching up perspective, like you uh, said in the tweet, I understand it here tonight. Padres had some golden opportunities with some big guys up, and uh, the bottom line is that, you know, the, the very top of the lineup, the top four on so many nights, it will come down to what they do and how they do in big-time spots. And uh, for the most part here tonight, they could not uh, cash in in big-time spots. Uh, Dan tweeting in, uh, Manfred finally got his wish, and games are now 40 minutes shorter on average. Uh, the, the summation of the, the tweet here is uh, Dan is not a, a fan of the uh, of the extra inning rule. Um, you know, I, I like the extra inning rule, and I hate the extra inning rule at the same time. It's so not baseball. Um you know, it's such an odd thing to automatically be putting runners on base and so not what the game has been for 100-plus years. I understand why they do it. I can't lie to you. You know, I I do like the games being shorter. Look, 
the rule typically does what it's intended to do, and tonight was a good example. Ends the game quicker. And, you know, you go from a tight, well-pitched back-and-forth game to a situation where in the 10th inning, you know, automatic runner on second base, India, leadoff man in the 10th, hits a base hit, run scores, 2-1, to one, Reds win it. Well, unfortunately, that's what the rule is intended to do. It's intended to get the game over with and create more action and get teams to score quicker. So it, it worked to perfection uh, here tonight in that sense. But, uh, look, I'm always going to understand the frustration with the extra inning rule. I am because in some ways it, it's just so weird. Um, you know, it's it's a big league baseball game and, you know, I, I almost wish, to be honest with you, I almost wish that the automatic runner would be held off, I don't know, for an inning or two, let him play the 10th normally, maybe the 11th normally, and then, you know, you get to the 12th, 13th, you start putting on the automatic runner, because if the idea is to just make it so we don't have these marathon games that A, take forever, which, by the way, I think is kind of, a, a, a cool part of the extra inning games that always took forever. That's baseball. Kind of cool. Um, but, you know, and also the goal of, of the, the rule is to prevent teams from having to use a million relievers in a game and uh, really wear out their bullpen. So, um, you know, I, I just, if the goal is to prevent marathon games, kind of feel like we could have a rule that starts, I don't know, in the 11th inning, the 12th inning. That way you're saying, all right, we're not going to play 18 innings tonight, but we could play 12 or 13. I feel like that would kind of be a good compromise from where we are right now. But, again, uh, you look at it, Jonathan India, that was the first pitch that Luis Garcia threw in the inning. So, you know, if you're a Padre fan, it's unfortunate because just like that, Reds have a lead and they win it by that final score. But look, the Padres had, forgetting about whether you like or hate the rule, Padres had an equally as good chance in the bottom half of the 10th inning and they couldn't score it. And uh, hey, both teams playing by the same rules. Didn't go the Padres' way here tonight. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Take a look at what's going on around the major leagues today. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Everything has gone final here tonight. The Braves beating the Marlins in Miami earlier today, 6 to nothing. Rays beating the Pirates 4-1 in Tampa Bay earlier today. The Nationals over the Cubs 4-1. Yankees beat the Guardians 4-2 in the Bronx. White Sox beat the Twins in 10, 3-2 in Chicago. Red Sox beat the Blue Jays 7-6 in Boston. Connor Wong hit a couple of home runs in that game for the Red Sox. Orioles beat the Royals 11-7 in Kansas City. Ryan Mountcastle had a couple of two-run home runs in that game. Angels beat the Cardinals 5-1 in St. Louis. Taylor Ward capped a four-run first inning with a three-run home run in that game. Win to Patrick Sandoval, who's off to a good start this year, a 2-9-3 ERA as the Angels beat the Cardinals 5-1. By the way, the Cardinals, I mean, they are off to just a terrible start. 10-20, that's a team that, you know, had high expectations, has a lot of talent. They are 10-20. 
losing at home today to the car uh, to the angels five to one bad start for st louis rangers beat the diamondbacks six to four in texas earlier today rangers off to an 18 and 11 start ezekiel duran Get a go-ahead two-run home run in that game in the sixth inning for Texas. Giants beat the Astros 2-0 in Houston. It was the Rockies over the Brewers 3-2 in Colorado. Mariners beat the A's 2-1 in Oakland earlier today. A.J. Pollock had a home run in that game for Seattle. Reds beat the, uh, well, that game was here. Reds beat the Padres 2-1. Dodgers beat the Phillies 13-1 in L.A., Dodgers now 18 and 13. Bryce Harper was 0 for 4 in his highly anticipated debut to the lineup. And one postponement today, the Mets and the Tigers in Detroit. They'll make that up as part of a doubleheader tomorrow in Detroit. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Wednesday in the major leagues. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow. It'll be the rubber game of a three-game series. Here at uh, Petco Park. You know what? We have a couple of phone calls before we wrap things up. So I want to uh, go to the phones here quickly. We have some time. Let's go to the phones. All right, let's go to uh, Stefan, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Stefan. How are you? Doing well, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Yeah, it could be better. It could be better. But, um, yeah, so, like, I guess with the 10th inning thing, right? Like, you got, mm-hmm. you know, you got Grisham up, right? I know he's going to get in the clutch, you know, in the past and stuff. But, you got your three superstars following him behind him with, you know, Fernando, Manny, and yeah. Juan Soto. So do you bunt him there? I mean, I, you know, you know you're chasing one run, you know, yeah. and, and you got your three three superstars. I'm bunting them, to be honest. Yeah, you know, he, here here's the thing, though. You know, it's one thing if you want to bunt for a base hit there and really try to bunt for a base hit. You know, number one. I, I just got to be honest, in that spot, I could have told you 100 times out of 100 they're not bunting there because uh, yeah. they, they just, they won't, teams will not give up the out at home. And, you know, look, Grisham's a really good bunter, so maybe he could have laid down a bunch trying to get on base, but I would I would really doubt you'd see a sack bunt there. I understand what you're saying and you get the tying run in, in at third base with one out, and then a fly ball ties the game. But it seems, teams will not give up the out there. And, um, you know, look, you got – I think the other part of it, Stefan, is you got guys up there that, that can hit for extra bases, hit the ball out of the ballpark. I mean, Trent Grisham can hit a home run. We know that. Can drive the ball. We know that. You know, teams don't give up that out. They, they'd rather take their chances with the three opportunities at minimum to get that run in from second base. So, look, it's a way of thinking, but, um, you know, at home, when that run at the very least ties the game and gets you to the 11th inning, I understand what you're saying, but I, it's, it's just not something they're going to do. And uh, to be honest, I, I, I don't, you know, disagree with it. I mean, I, if, you know, with Trent Grisham up there, He's a, by the way, he's a lefty to begin with, so he can pull a ball, get the runner over. I just think there are a lot of things that can happen there that are a lot better than the outcome of giving up the out, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. And, I, you know, he walks on four or five pitches, and, you know, it yeah. doesn't really matter at that point, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're yeah. right. You know, I, I completely understand the, the thought process. It's just, you know, you know, they, they kind of haven't been – 
performing too well in the clutch lately. And I think, you know, you kind of manufacture a little win here and maybe kind of get yeah. the juices in there. But yeah, well, I hear, well, look, I, 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 I think, by the way, I think it's, I think it's maybe a different story if the game's tied because then it's the winning run. So then, okay, it's right. get him to third base. Then you got to tease. All he has to do is get a fly ball deep enough. I think in that spot, um, maybe you see it, but down a run when that's just the tying run i you're not going to see it there so um yeah, yeah. Uh, bottom line is this Stefan. we can talk get... about we can talk about that all day yeah. but the bottom line is that there were runners on first and second with nobody out with the tease machado and soto do up and they went down in order so <laughs> yeah i, I guess <laughs> i guess my last point is that you know it yeah. also kind of takes the pressure of fernando to not be perfect and sure that extra base hit you know you can kind of just get the ball to the outfield and maybe get no on the sure, fact sure. too, you know yeah i i understand i understand the thinking and look there's a lot of different ways you can you can look at that play and stefan appreciate the call there's a lot of different ways by the way the padres did try to play a little bit of small ball in in the seventh inning when kim reached on a single nola laid down a sack bunt and got him over and then that set up grisham and tatis who both struck out so the padres tried to create an insurance run earlier in the game with some small ball but you know didn't work there but i i didn't disagree with anything that happened in the 10th inning like grisham can hit the ball out of the ballpark or hit one into a gap or drive one down the line I get it. You don't want to give up an out there. Not to get the tying run to third base, you know, because that really gives you, in, you know, if Tatis doesn't get the job done, well, then, you know, the, the opportunity for a sack fly is gone. Um, I would rather let Grisham do whatever he does, you know, whatever the outcome of his at-bat is, and then, you know, even if Grisham strikes out or does whatever, you know, makes it out of that inning without – you know, anything happen, happening to the automatic runner, you know that you're going to get a couple more cracks at getting that runner in from second to tie the game with Fernando up and Manny up right after that. So I, I didn't, you know, I, I had no problem with how they played it in the 10th inning. Didn't, didn't work out. And, uh, <laughs> hey, you had the tying and winning runs on and the guys you want up. And, hey, at the end of the day, right there, it's about execution. Uh, let's go to Kathy in L.A. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Sammy. Um, I think it was on Coach's show earlier today. They were talking about this road trip and how everybody was really exhausted and that the first day back, you don't feel so bad, but that second day back, which it would have been today, that exhaustion hits you really hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I don't know if that had something to do with it. I know we've been a little flat in games a few times this year, but, you know, I just don't know if that may be a possibility that they're just, they were just – worn out from this trip and then the Mexico going down to Mexico didn't help. Yeah, you know, Kathy, it's something that, that Bob Melvin, and I appreciate the call, it's something that Bob Melvin uh, talked about yesterday, that it's typically the second day where it really hits you after these long road trips and uh, all the travel the Padres did and, and, you know, everything that went on in Mexico City with the wildness of the games there and the travel and the altitude could that have been a factor tonight maybe you know look at the end of the day they got to come play the game here that's never going to be an excuse for any of these guys um and look it wouldn't have taken a whole lot to win this game you get another couple of runs or tack on with some insurance at some point in this game after a one nothing lead and you probably have a fourth straight win so um look tonight 
was about execution. You know, we can talk about the way they played it um, in some spots, but they had good scoring opportunities and um, and could not cash in. That was the bottom line here tonight. And when you don't cash in those opportunities, it's something we said over and over last week, um, last couple of weeks, just leaves very little margin for error. So when you give up a game-tying RBI single with two outs in the eighth inning and you give up a base hit in the tenth inning to score the automatic run, it proves too much to overcome. And ideally, that's not too much to overcome because when you're executing offensively, you're scoring runs and you're picking up your teammates and you know, and, and you have a, a larger room for error, if you will. So tonight the execution wasn't there with uh, runners in scoring position 0 for 12. That was the big number uh, here tonight. We'll see if the Padres can turn it around tomorrow in the rubber game of this three-game series. Looking at tomorrow, first pitch at 1.10 p.m. Our pregame show start time begins at 12.10 here on the Padres Radio Network, 97.3 The Fan. Right-hander Seth Lugo on the mound for the Padres. Right-hander Luis Sessa on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds. Again, first pitch at 1.10 in the rubber game of this three-game series. Taking a look at the final totals here tonight for the Reds. Two runs, six hits, one error. They left on nine. For the Padres, one run, six hits, one error. They left on nine as well. Winning pitcher was Derek Law, who improves to one and four. Losing pitcher was Luis Garcia, who drops to one and three. The save goes to Alexis Diaz, who picks up his fifth save of 2023. Time of game, two hours and 47 minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park, the 10th sellout already of the season great crowd great job by the fans here tonight who showed up in full force on joe musgrove bucket hat day great giveaway the crowd forty three thousand one hundred and twenty seven great job by the fans great job by all of you listening calling in your messages thank you so much as always once again first pitch tomorrow at 110 our pregame coverage begins at 1210 for our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score in 10 innings, the Cincinnati Reds 2 and the San Diego Padres 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.